Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from April 7th to April 13th, 2014. Cisco Live 2014 is quickly approaching on May 18th through the 22nd in San Francisco. With an extensive schedule of sessions, keynotes, and partner presentations, Cisco Security will be providing multiple security track sessions with the latest research, threat analysis, product updates, and best practices. Registration is open and sessions are filling up quickly. Attendees can also register to meet the engineers and join us for table topic lunches to discuss the latest security activity. Vulnerability activity for the period was sharply increased, highlighted by Microsoft Security Bulletins for April 2014, security advisories and software updates for Adobe Flash Player and Adobe Air, and security advisories and updates from multiple vendors and websites for the OpenSSL Heartbleed vulnerability. Microsoft published its monthly security bulletin release on April 8th. Microsoft released four bulletins that addressed 11 vulnerabilities. The bulletins addressed vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Microsoft Internet Explorer, and Microsoft Office. The vulnerabilities could allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code or access sensitive information. Full details of the vulnerabilities correlated with prevention and mitigation recommendations are available in the Cisco Event Response Microsoft Security Bulletin release for April 2014. This was the last Microsoft Security Update for Windows XP systems. Adobe released security advisories and software updates addressing multiple vulnerabilities in Adobe Flash Player and Adobe Air that could allow an unauthenticated remote attacker to execute arbitrary code, access sensitive information, or conduct cross-site scripting attacks on a targeted device. These Flash Player updates affect all major browsers, requiring users to update their systems. Codenomicon and a Google researcher released details of a vulnerability in the TLS-DTLS heartbeat functionality in OpenSSL versions 1.0.1 through 1.0.1f. The vulnerability affects potentially thousands of products and websites that use OpenSSL to provide secure connections. Details of the vulnerability, security advisories, and software updates from multiple vendors and websites are available in the Cisco Event Response OpenSSL Heartbleed Vulnerability CVE-2014-0160. Cisco and Sourcefire have also published multiple blog posts with additional details and analysis of this vulnerability at the Cisco Security Blog and Sourcefire VRT Blog. Cisco will continue to update these documents with the latest information on this vulnerability. It should be noted that not all products and websites providing secure connections use the vulnerable OpenSSL software and are not impacted by this vulnerability. Businesses, organizations, and users can refer to the multiple CERT, vendor, and website operator postings to determine their impact. Cisco released a security advisory for the OpenSSL Heartbeat Extension vulnerability. In addition, multiple vulnerabilities were reported in Cisco ASA software and Cisco ONS. Additional significant vulnerabilities were reported in the HP Store Virtual Software, IBM Platform Symphony Servlet, Splunk, Juniper Networks Junos, and VMware vSphere. 
Vendor and researcher focus continues with ICS SCADA systems with multiple new vulnerabilities reported in Wellentech and Schneider Electric products. IntelliShield published 194 events last week that included 114 new events and 80 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, Cisco Security has compiled the threat metrics for March 2014, highlighting some of the increased and decreased risks seen over the month compared to previous months. The metrics highlight the malicious traffic associated with the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, web malware encounters, mobile malware and advertising, the risk to specific verticals, and spam volumes and hosts. Cisco Security has provided monthly updates on these metrics to provide ongoing risk assessments. Detailed analysis is provided in these blog posts showing trends and highlighted events. These blog posts are the result of the data collected and analyzed by Cisco Security engineers from the extensive email, web, malware, and network data collected through various samples, products, and research. Next, in the legal risk management category, in a court battle between the United States Federal Trade Commission and Wyndham Hotels, a court has ruled that the FTC has authority to enforce security standards and administer fines for businesses that fail to protect customers' sensitive information. Following multiple data compromises, the FTC filed suit to fine Wyndham for not protecting customers' information. Wyndham countered that the FTC does not have the authority to take these actions due to a lack of authority provided through legislation or regulatory authority. Multiple sources have been following and reporting on this case because it may set a new precedent for the FTC to enforce these security cases. Although these major security breaches, compromises, and fraud cases continue to increase, affecting millions of customers that have had their personal and financial information compromised, there has been little legal response to these events. Most of the attention is centered on the reporting requirements of various individual states, while federal legislation continues to be debated. With the FTC assuming this role, businesses and organizations could face additional fines in these cases. Finally, in geopolitical news, the first two weeks of April have been busy for voters in Indonesia, Afghanistan, and India. Altogether, well over a billion people are eligible to cast votes in these countries. Large national elections are always complicated, but domestic realities in these countries are particularly daunting. Of the three, only India is rolling out electronic voting on a large scale. Voting is taking place in stages over the next month with more than 800 million voters and 900,000 polling stations. Many Indonesians will be using nails to punch holes in their ballots and using halal ink to stain their fingers to prevent double voting. In Afghanistan, voters risk terrorist attacks by Taliban warlords. These elections also pretend major changes in leadership. If polls are correct, the Congress Party, which has led India for most of the last 20 years, will be turning over the reins to the Hindu Nationalist BJP Party. In Afghanistan, long-standing President Hamid Karzai will be replaced, and in Indonesia, the main opposition party looks set to assume control after a decade on the backbench. In the age of the Internet, election risks are different. In these countries, voters and governments face old-fashioned physical threats and limitations in addition to the problems that come with connectivity. Moreover, the changing of political parties in power increases the risks of fraud, corruption, and violence. 
In Indonesia, one of the largest publicly available voter databases in existence is rife with mistakes, including dead voters and duplicate entries, according to the Financial Times. Social media and data analytics are playing a major role in India, raising the specter of false positives and disinformation. Undoubtedly, well-meaning election officials and malevolent actors alike are taking notes. Information security experts may want to watch how things unfold, with an eye toward getting ahead of them in other countries holding elections this year, including Thailand, Turkey, and Brazil. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.